looking for a podcast about sports and current events that's worth a damn? Well, you're in the right place. This is On The Clock Radio. Funny as hell, and they love to argue. Let's do the damn thing. You're listening to On The Clock Radio with Raul Lescano. Raul Lescano. Reggie Edwards. Reggie Edwards. And Tyrone Benson. And Tyrone Benson. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Middle finger up to my commodity. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. I'm different, yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene by my roof gun. What's going on on the clock, fans? How are you doing on this beautiful Tuesday, man? February 28th. March is almost here around the corner, man. It's almost here. We got a lot to talk about. We got Jake Paul losing to Tommy Fury, but did he really lose? Did he did he get cheated? We got to talk about it. MLB has new rules that are affecting the game already, man. And some people don't like it, but me and Tyrone, we're gonna we're gonna throw it out here and see what we got going on, man. NBA. Game time goes for 71, man. It's a beautiful thing. The Chicago Bears are flirting with the idea of giving up their number one draft pick. There's a lot of shit going on, man. It's only one of the boys from the Bay. I got Tyrone Benson with me. Reggie's out chasing the bag, man. He different, man. So he'll be back. But stay with us, man. You're on the clock, man. Let's get it going. It's a beautiful Tuesday, baby. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. Pull up to the scene with my cylinder missing. What's up, Tyrone, my guy, man? How are you been, bro? How's the family? How's everything moving, bro? Everything's good, man. Just another day, another dollar, man. I know, Shit. man. Before we jumped on, you were telling me about your son, man. Break that down again, man. He got invited to the Under Armour game, right? We got invited. He got invited to the Under Armour selection um, camp. And, uh, he got a, he got invited as a seventh grader. He went as a DB, and they wanted him to play receiver, but he wouldn't switch. That's what's up. And so um, he went back the following year as a receiver this that year, and you know, sprained his ankle. And so um, they called him up about two weeks ago, about two or three weeks ago, and um, asked him if he wanted to come back to be selected. Um, they're giving a handful of guaranteed. Um, Guaranteed um, bids to play in the game mm. on January 5th, uh, 2024. And then they're giving um, a handful of bids to go to the next camp to get, to get the official bid. So hopefully, up. you know, hopefully it works out. And, you know, he he's all excited because um, the last two times he went, they gave him like it's a free camp, a free camp and invite only. And you get, mm. they, they, they give you unarmed cleats. Um, pants, sh- um, dry fit shirt, right. gloves, whatever you want. Basically, they got it for you. And the old camp, you have you have to wear an armor. You can't have Nike cleats and stuff like. It has to be the cleats they give you, right? Unless unless they're under armor. So it's it's a good little thing. And thank God this camp. Man, you got to report at eleven forty five. Right, I can sleep in a little bit. <laughs> That's so, good. But yeah, I mean, he, he's excited. He's ready. 
And I mean, he's different. He's a different cat than he was, you know, when he was in seventh grade, seventh eighth grade. He's 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 coached now. You know, so well, that is his experience of the game, understanding it more. He's he probably got a little bit better control of the body now. He's grown even more. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I think I think he'll have a good showing. So that's what's up, uh, man. Me and Pop's gonna ride over there. His mom wants to go, but she's acting she acting weird. So, <laughs> but not that she's acting weird, bro. Uh, yeah, that's like, funny. She she was like, "Well, it seems like you don't want me to go." And I'm like, "I ain't saying you couldn't go. I just tell you that my dad was going." <laughs> well, she like, "You don't want you. She's not gonna be a distraction." No, man, just to sit who? up in the stands and chill out. Right, like to who? Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. But other than that, everything else is good. Baby doing good. That's what's up. My son man. will be my son, my my middle son now. He'll be three on Friday. So that's what's everything's up. all good. Yeah, man. God bless, man. Jordan, Jordan got his first. Uh, oh, it's crazy, man. It's not not as you know. I know your son is a baller, man. Jordan got his first college uh, uh, letter to talk to from a D two school called Barton College. Um, Liked it, liked his film, liked him, and they reached out to him already as a freshman. So he was super fucking excited. I said, "Well, if you put some muscle on, you might, you might get an FCS, little low level, but you might get something." But he was excited. He's he's fucking pumping weights now, and doing two hundred pushups and shit. Like he's finna go get an NIL deal or some shit. <laughs> hey, I mean, he could. I mean, he ain't lying. Hell, you, you, but right now, my son's a three star, and um. This can game is th- no. This can game is third star, but um, if he comes out, this camp as a four star. That's where nil money comes from. When you yeah. that's why that dictates how much money you gonna get. And so that's what's up. God, it's crazy to even talk about stuff like that as a you know what I'm saying when, as we were growing up. You know what I mean? Right, and then I mean just like my brother was saying because you know he's head coach out here at the high school and. He said that Florida's on the verge of passing high school NIL. Damn. So, I mean, these kids got stuff to look forward to, man. It's crazy. They do, like, man. With like the money, wish. with the money comes more problems, though, and they're gonna they're gonna realize that at a young age, and that's the only thing that scares me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've already been thinking forward because I'm not sure what school he's gonna go to yet, but. You know, just can he does get a little NIL deal or two or a couple or whatever. You know, I got my cousin. He's a business finance major, and I got him. Um, he's going to be his business guru because he's really stingy with money as it is. And my biggest thing, like I told my son, my biggest thing, if you get an NIL deal, yeah, you can spend him a little bit of money. You can have a little bit. You got a little budget you got to have. And yeah, of I was course. Like, I was like, your biggest thing is to get out of college without debt. Yeah, that that that'd be huge. And so I was like, "That's gonna be that's my goal." Like, I'm not gonna handle your money. Your dad, your mom, damn sure ain't. Yeah. And I was like, "We're gonna give it to, we're gonna give it to you know who, and let him do all your business stuff." Like that way, when you get out of college, you have no college debt. You don't owe nobody no money. Yeah. And everything you get from there on is on you. Yeah, and that's so, the, that's that's the thing. Learning that responsibility at a young age, you know what I'm saying, of, of finances, right. man. So that's that's good that you guys got that, that got that taken care of, man. Um, I was gonna rack your head a little bit, man, about the NFL. I mean, it's been funny. It's it's been it's been weird. You know, last podcast we were talking about how Eric Bieniemy took the Washington job, and and now the Chiefs have you know as of I believe it was Saturday, uh, they went ahead and announced that Matt Nagy was going to be back as the Chiefs OC. You got Patrick, you got, uh, I'm sorry, you got uh, Russell Wilson. You have people dissecting what went wrong last year with his with his 
offense. I mean, the NFL's just been been kind of crazy, man. Either way, do you like the fact that Matt Nagy's back as the Chiefs OC? Is that something that's okay with you, or do you think like the game plan will go differently or down uh, compared to what has been the last what five, six years under Eric Bieniemy? I mean, let's see. I think I think was going. Like, what's going with the Chiefs? Yeah, Matt Nagy's OC, but everything goes to Andy Reid. Oh, yeah, at the so, end of the day, yeah, yeah, of course, man. So, Lonnie and Andy Reid, they're going to be fine. Yeah, I just I just don't like the fact that this fucking guy, I don't, I never, I didn't believe in him. I don't know, I don't know. Once you're a coach in the NFL, it just seems like any, you can get a fucking job anywhere. Right, because, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't like him at the, with the Bears. I, think I didn't ruined, either. I think he ruined Justin Fields. And that's what I'm, and then this, we put this fucking guy in charge of Patrick Mahomes. You know, essentially, you know what I'm saying? And, and Matt Nagy doesn't look like a guy that's not going to speak his mind. But I know what right. you're saying. Andy Reid is going to be, hey, man, don't do this. Don't do that. This is what we're, you know, we're working with. I get that. But, fuck, I don't like that Matt Nagy is, the, is a chief OC. Um, I, I think it's an easy, cheap hire. They had to look far. Yeah, but, Ooh, fuck, so. you might as well. If you're going to do that, man, just make just make Andy Reid the fucking OC. He's going to call the plays anyway when it comes down to it. Right. Because I think what Andy Reid's going to be doing is, you're like, hey, this is what we run. You can sprinkle in some of your juice on there if you want to, but this is what we went right here. And the reason why I bring this up is because, you know, Matt Nagy fucking ruined Justin Fields. Um, it was funny, and not funny, it was crazy to see that once Eric Bieniemy announced that he went to Washington, it was crazy to see Shady, uh, you know, uh, Sean, LaShawn McCoy, just basically bash this motherfucker for being, you know, why do we choose him and everybody wants him, but when I was there, he didn't do great and he didn't do nothing. And I'm thinking to myself, well, shit, you know, maybe that's what Matt Nagy's going to go through because Andy Reid takes care of everything. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be right. a real testament to see what Eric Bannemi can do at Washington. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, yeah, I just seen they got rid of Carson Winch, so. Yeah, so now who do you, <laughs> I guess they're all in on Heineke. And again, yeah. Eric Bannemi, he's going to bring some of that offense of the Chiefs. He's going to bring it over, the terminology and the plays and designs. I hope he can handle the install. I hope he can handle, you know, each position coach and take care of what they have. I mean, because Washington, to me, I don't think they're a very well put together offense. He's going to have to bring some pieces in there. But, I mean, I think with Washington, they got a great defense. Yeah, I think they have a good and defense. And they have the weapons outside to be good. They need a productive, consistent quarterback. Yeah, that Heineke isn't that guy, though. No, hell no. He's a, so, he's, a, he's a risk taker, so we're going to see how that goes. And, and with Matt Nagy talking about Justin Fields, the Chicago Bears are flirting with the idea of giving up their first-round pick, man. I mean, I, to me, I, I, I don't know. I, you, you, we always talk about how if I was the owner or if I was the GM or if I was this, if I was that. If you had a chance to have a first-round draft pick, are you, are you thinking about giving up the fucking draft pick? I mean, it depends on how – let me see – it depends on how. I mean, if you got the first pick of the draft, your team obviously ain't built right. So yeah, yeah I would. True. I mean, unless they can't. I mean, with Justin Field, Justin Field reminds me of a um, Jalen Hurts. Mm. You he, he when you didn't have no weapons around him, he couldn't do anything but run. That's why he ran for a thousand yards his first season. But mm. then you then you sprinkle in him with some weapons. Now he's throwing four thousand yards and taking the team to a Super Bowl because he has weapons. Yeah, but Chicago's like for for instance, you you I don't think you can give up your first round draft pick. You're not gonna they take can't. You, yeah, yeah, you're not gonna take a fucking quarter you're not gonna take a quarterback. Justin Fields is locked in. Oh, no, 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 no. They they've been flirting with getting trading rid of him. the trading the first or first pick or trading Justin Fields. Well, Jerry was 
it was something between Justin Fields and Bryce uh, Young. Like trading Justin Fields to get Bryce Young. In like that. Fucking insane. Right. I'm like, there's no point. There's it's be- fucking insane to do any of that fucking shit. No, nah, this man, like, for one, you need to protect Justin Fields. Yeah. Add to the O line, add, you know, add another running back, maybe another top receiver. A young guy. If you're going to add add something for defense, at the least you can't. Add, to me, having a first round draft pick, I don't care how many picks you give me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not going to move. If I'm the if you're the Packers, you're like you're, we'll give you Aaron Rodgers for your first round draft pick. No, uh, hell no. Well, no, I'm saying like it's something that magnitude, right? Like Tom Tom Brady ish. You know what I'm saying? Something that yeah. magnitude where you're like, okay, now I got to fucking think about it. But I, there's not a thought in my head of giving up the first round draft pick. Nah, because you got because I mean, if you give Justin Fields weapons. Around him, and then protect him, just like the Eagles. The Eagles went all in on on the Hurts. Yeah, they did. They went in. They bought. They brought draft night. They brought in AJ Brown. Yep. They went out. They went out and drafted linemen. They went out and picked up linemen in free age. They protected him. They gave him weapons, and look what happened. Right. Same Justin Fields. I mean, he has a cannon for an arm. Has same speed as uh, Jalen Hurts. You put what you see we did in college with all the weapons he had. I just think you put weapons around him in the pros. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. But and, I mean, and, and, and the Eagles have two fucking draft picks in the first round, which is you know, Eagles have the number ten pick man already. So when you talk about of trying to load more, put around Hurts or even maybe even add to the defense, the Eagles are doing it correctly. They're building around them. They're, I don't see or hear about building around Justin Fields. Nope, and then I know that Matt Nagy freaking they changed their offense, but it became a running team. Yeah, yeah, just like just like the Eagles did. Yeah, yep. But uh, I'm like, but if you don't plan on helping Justin Fields, and I would just then trade him. Yeah, I, that's another thing. So, like, what do you what what does Justin Fields do? I think he's still locked in that contract, that rookie contract with him. So, oh yeah, he's only been playing two years, right? So. so he's locked in that contract. They're not building nothing around him. If I was him, I tank the fucking season every year. There's no, I mean, I got nothing around me to even try to do something. Now I will say, last year they had they had the Eagles essence. You know, when when the Eagles first were putting the shit together and they just didn't know how to get it together. Right. Um, that, that's what Chicago reminds me a little bit of. But I'm not giving up the draft pick, man. I'm not even flirting with this fucking idea. No, I don't care what you get because yeah. I heard the I rumors mean, too about Bryce Young coming in and possibly trading Justin Fields to another team and being open to these ideas. And I'm like. Why would you do that to your starting quarterback who, in my opinion, did pretty damn well last year? Right. He did everything he could to keep y'all in football games. Yeah, you just your defense wasn't fucking lights out. You you, you know, you put up a couple stops and looked tough, but down the stretch you just ultimately couldn't fucking hang in there. Um, right. I mean you you your best receiver is a scout team player, y'all moved up to play special teams. Yeah, man. And I, that's your leading that's your best receiver. Like he has no number one, he has no number two. Right. So I mean, it's just like, guys, like you're talking like Justin Fields is a bad play. He's not. He's not. He's got to. He's got to put players around him. Right. And then if you bring in a guy like like Bryce Young, because everybody in the draft has Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. You yes, know what I'm saying? I, I do too. Okay, so they have him over there. I think they give him like a 95 grade overall and, and stuff like that. And I get that, man. I, you know, no problem. But you can't flirt with the idea of bringing Bryce Young as your starting quarterback. And if you're gonna deal away with Justin Fields. Well then, you know what? Do you, it's crazy to me because you're going to have to try. You deal with Justin Fields. You're looking for more players to build around Bryce Young, and then you got to ride the wave that he's fucking new to the NFL. 
You know? Right, and then on top of that, I mean, Bryce Young is 5'10", 165 pounds. He go, he go, he's going to fucking break eventually. Right, and then you got freaking Justin Fields, like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, like 220. <laughs> Solid. So, I mean, Running like a, a what, a 4'4", four, four, whatever the case was. Yeah, something like that. Shit, so, I man. mean. I, I, don't, I don't see why you would flirt with that fucking idea. Nobody could explain to me. I saw all the, all the talk shows, and everybody thinks it's a great fucking idea, and I'm like, you think that's a great idea to fucking flirt around with my quarterback and give him no confidence thinking the organization doesn't want him? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. And it's only February, so it's like we got another month of this shit of all these speculations and, and what's going on there. So I don't know, man. Uh, the NFL is is they're doing good. XFL, we, we talked about that already. I've watched a couple games, and I would like some of those rules to come over. But the NFL has just been, just been fucking weird, man. It just – I don't know, man. It, it just doesn't feel like – the old NFL, you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I know it's a business, but it's getting too business like now. Uh, it is like, yeah. like everything. Everything is about money. Everything's about this. Like the guys, just grow your teams like they like the good old days and go into one championship. Right, and you know what, man? I understand players that hold out. Like, right, you know what I mean? So like Lamar Jackson. I understand why you're holding out. I understand why you deserve. Some money now. If you could, both parts can. You know, you could play both parts here. You can, you can make an argument that he doesn't deserve it because he hasn't really done anything. But you're like, yeah, but he said he was an MVP in the league, like his second year of the fucking league. You know what I mean? So like, there's arguments on both sides, like that dominant, and and we really don't know what Lamar Jackson can do because there hasn't been a, a lot around him to help him do what he can do. Right. He hasn't pulled. He ain't pulled his whole potential out because. Nobody's, Again, nobody's he, he pulling has it out. nobody yeah. there. Yeah. And every time they, they start getting a running game, they trade him or they get hurt for the season. Yeah. So. And they do away with him, yeah. I I, I don't know, man. It, it, like I said, the NFL is up and down, and it gets fucking weird. And I, I understand the holdout for the money, you know what I mean? Because we're going to see a carousel here. Everybody in the NFL, the Jets and Raiders, everybody's waiting to see what Aaron Rodgers does, right? If they, if they get a whiff that he's going back to the Packers, then you're going to see all these dominoes fall. You're going to see yeah. Carr go somewhere. You're going to see Jimmy G go somewhere. You're going to see Lamar go somewhere. Um, all these fucking dominoes fall. But I understand what Lamar is holding out. I get the contract idea. Um, and, and I wish they build around him as, as like they would build Justin, help build Justin Fields. Like help yeah. that fucking guy out too. Um, because again, and you know this, bro, you, and your brother being an offense guru, man, he's, you guys understand. The, if you look at the dynamics of the fucking NFL, it's 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 all about the fucking dual quarterback. It's all about the dual quarterback. I mean, oh yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers, the last of dying breed, bro. He he really is. He's the last guy. I think I think Burrow is the closest of the new breed of that type of breed of pocket passer. But but he can run though. That's big. No, he can he can. But I I think he wants to stand there and throw. I mean, Josh Allen right. runs a lot more than than Burrow does, but. Um, I think he's the last bit of a gunslinger. Derek Carr, too, you know, gunslinging a little bit. But these, if you look at these quarterbacks, I mean, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, um, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, these are all guys that can throw the ball a mile and also take off on you as quick as shit, and, and there's nothing you can do about it because you can't simulate that shit in practice. No, nah, hell no. Yeah, I don't care fuck who you give the ball to. Um, but again, you know, jumping around a little bit, you know, the NFL just has a lot of things that it has to go up and, and try to handle and take. And we won't know anything until, you know, Aaron Rodgers makes his decision, which he's going to take his sweet fucking time. Like he always does. Yeah. Cause I was, I was hoping Reggie was going to be able to get on tonight. Cause I have one question. I know it's off topic. Mm-hmm. 
But what the hell are these people seeing in um Trask? A- Anthony no Anthony Richardson. I don't know. I I, I do know. I bro, I've, I've seen him sling the ball a mile. I mean, again, a guy that can throw the ball a mile, right? But right. he's not very accurate hitting those. But big he can't. Routes. He can't hit the damn side of a barn. Right. And he's not very accurate hitting those sideline routes. Everything I've seen him throw is deep, deep uh, go routes, deep posts, a deep corner. Like I've seen those deep routes. I haven't seen this guy drop back and, and throw a fucking 25-yard out or a fucking um, a dig across the middle where the, where the ball doesn't sail on him because every ball seems to be sailing on him. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they see either, man. It's interesting. I it, mean, they got the joker in the top 10 now. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Like, what do y'all – did y'all not watch this man? I mean, yeah, he could run like a deer, but they're like calling the next Bro, Cam Newton and They're stuff just and- watching. They're only watching what he's doing after that. Like, if you watch all the workout films and the throwing sessions he's having, like, it's a big fucking arm. You know, he dropped a dime in 60 oh, yards. It's, oh, oh, it's a big arm. It's we a know, big we arm, all know that. But it's not but accurate. But it's just like, yeah, but there's no pass rush. Yep. There's nothing there. There's there. nothing there. He, I mean, hell, it seemed to me when he was at Florida, I mean, you played a technical, like, when he had played Utah, when they played the LSUs and the, um, the uh, Wildcats and all of them. I think he can't read defenses. And and it looked like that to me too. It looked like to me he struggled to to identify what type of coverage it was and because I mean how many pick six he threw last year? I mean he oh, threw God. like well, at one game he threw two back to back drives. Yep, yep. So it's like, dude, can you can you read the defense? I mean that I, corner is playing off. Yeah, I don't think he does. And then and the other part of that is even as a quarterback in college, the ones that, that go draft really high are the ones that can audible out of it and give them an option route to the receiver based off what they saw in the defense. Despite what was called, you know, if you call a, you know, a hitch or whatever the case is, but the guy's pressed on him and you want to take him deep, I've seen guys be able to check in that and quarterbacks freely do that. I haven't seen Richardson do it. I haven't seen Richardson just like, you know what, we're changing this and we're going to go with this route. Right, you don't hear on you don't hear on the mic. Kill, kill, kill. Yeah, you don't see change him, the play. You don't see him talking to the damn offensive line. You don't see nothing. It's more of a robotic than anything. Coach told me throw this way, I throw that way. It doesn't matter who's over there. Um, yeah, so I mean that. I that just been bugging me. Like I'm, like I've been anxious for a draft in a while. Yeah. And other than last year, we had the first pick and we picked Dan Walker, and I'm still disappointed in that pick. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, man. It, the, the draft is going to be as it comes. We'll we'll talk more, of course, about it. We'll talk more about the mock draft and who should take. Hey, that, 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 that's on my bucket list, too. Just letting y'all know out there, you know, uh, off, uh, on the clock radio, just letting y'all know it's my bucket list. I won't go to a draft. Oh, I know, bro. That'd be so great. We should all, you know, I know we might not make this one, but we should all plan for 2024 to go. I either, I mean, I want to do that. I want to go to the um, uh, Hall of Fame game. I want to go to the Hall of Fame, period, just to check it out. Oh, man, that'd be dope to see everybody in Canton, Ohio, man. That'd be, right. That'd be so, dope, like, bro. Just, just, just little things like that I want to do. So, I know me and my son, I know me and my son talked about going this year, but I'm not sure we're going to make it. Yeah. Just because of the fat football season runs right into it. So, mm. Yeah, so, no, I got. I got to take my kids, my, my two boys out there. I think they'll enjoy seeing that too, man. I, I never, I've never seen it up close. I mean, I get to see, you know, on TV, you see the tours. And right, stuff yeah, I've never been in there. Yeah, oh, I want to see it. That'd be dope, man. Which when is where's the draft at this year? Anyway, is it in I, Vegas? I don't know. I thought it was in Vegas. No, it was in wasn't it Vegas last year. Oh, you know what? It might have been. It might have been. I don't know. Let me type this up and see where the. I don't know. It was in draft. Miami or Tampa. I'm in there. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, where is the draft in 2023 and beyond? 2023 NFL draft. Uh, yeah, no shit, but where is it held? 2023 NFL draft will be hosted by Kansas City. So it's in Kansas City this year. The event will be at the iconic Union Station, which is near the city's World War I Museum and Memorial. Okay. That's what it's going to be. Detroit was, in 2024, Detroit was awarded the 2024 NFL draft in March of 2022, beating Damn out finalists Green Bay and Washington. Uh, yeah, Detroit might be a little tough. <laughs> I ain't going to Detroit. Detroit's going to be uh, a little mm. tough to go in there. I don't know if I want to go to Detroit, man. Just worry about my safety. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I want to come back. <laughs> I don't want to sit there and be in jail in Detroit because I don't like the lines and shit or I say something crazy. I don't know. You know what's crazy is they have them all planned out from 2025, 2026. Jesus Christ. And then in Florida, Florida, Atlanta? Nah, man. Um, where's, uh, oh, no, that Super Bowl 2026 would be in Denver in 2026. Uh, nope, that doesn't say here either. Damn, I guess it's only 2024. Uh, the NFL draft will be held in Green Bay in 2025. Why? I don't fucking know. Who wants to go to Why? Wisconsin? Fuck yeah, especially during the winter. <laughs> Get out of here. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Well, oh, wait, wait. It says know. here the official announcement hasn't, or hasn't been, the official decision hasn't been announced. Oh, okay. So we'll see, man. I don't want to go yeah. to Green Bay. I don't want to go to Detroit. It's either you get yeah. shot or just fucking overfill yourself with cheese. Yeah, no, no, no. I, don't, I don't eat cheese like that. So. <laughs> the last thing I was talking about NFL-wise, man, um, I know I'm bringing this spot, throwing this right on you, but I, I saw it yesterday, and we didn't go over this, man, but I, I'm, I just saw some reminding me. I, I got to talk about the Pat McAfee show for a little bit. Pat McAfee, I don't know what you think of it. I love the show. I love the the comedy those guys have. I love the camaraderie. You can there's such some shows you could tell that they're that they're true fucking friends. Like if anybody listens to this show, they know that we've been friends for a long time. And you can you can get that same vibe from the Pat McAfee show, right? You can you could tell these are his guys. These are guys that he's been with for a long time, been friends with. You could just tell uh, that they're not making this shit up, you know, or whatever the right. case is, right? You can yeah. fin- you can feel the genuinity. Yeah, I like him on college game day, so. Yeah, I do too, man. I think he's hilarious. I, Pat McAfee to me is hilarious. Ever since he told that that Troy Polamalu story about the 100 percenter <laughs> that he was going to score and Troy Polamalu ruined it, I have never laughed so fucking hard in my life because I felt everything that he was saying. Like, it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> but Pat McAfee is being sued by Brett Favre. Have you heard about this? Yes. So... Brett Favre is suing the Pat McAfee show and Pat McAfee for, I believe it's defamation defamation of character because he was making fun of him while trying to earn money while doing it. So I I don't understand. I mean, what what he said is true. I mean, what you're stealing money, you're stealing food stamp money or you're stealing money from poverty communities well, the, but you already mean that. The, the thing that he that, that saves Pat McAfee, right, is the fact that Pat McAfee allegedly, what he, Pat McAfee was doing, he was reporting what he had heard from Ian Rappaport and Adam Scheffner and all these guys that, that do these, you know, that that's their job is to leak or tell the fucking sports business, man. That's that's what they do. And then right. analysts talk about it, analysts gather the data, they do some research, and then boom, they talk about it on their shows, and everybody talks about it as a big thing all week long. 
And Pat McAfee's being sued, which I was like, this is fucking total bullshit. How are you going to sue somebody for doing what he's... He's supposed to report the sports news. That's what he does. But you see, he went after Pat McAfee and not ESPN. No, he didn't. That's what's crazy to me. He also didn't go over Brian Gumbel, because if you look at Brian Gumbel Real Sports on HBO Max, the very first... still going on? Oh, it's still going on. The 29th season, by the way. Yeah, so... But I only noticed this because I was watching ESPN, and they were talking about how (laughs) Brett Favre was very selective on the people that he made sure that he is suing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's to me that he's also suing Shannon Sharp for. Oh for, yeah, exactly. I know he has said something about it. Yeah, but like because they comment and give their opinions about it, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not like your Brett Favre is just fucking reaching with this. It's, it's gonna get thrown out. I mean, I mean, it's it's, it's the truth. So right. everybody knows it. So you're suing the wrong people in my eyes because everybody know everybody reported on it. Hell, it was on. It was you. You must be suing fifty and sixty people. I mean, it, it was the talk of the town for a week that allegedly he fucking did all these things, and that's right. fine if you did allegedly. But they still have an obligation to talk about it and report about it because you're Hall of Famer Brett Favre from the Green Bay Packers. Like, why would they not talk about what's going on? Right, and then you never, you never proved them wrong. You never proved nobody wrong. You yeah. never spoke on it. Yet, never so. made it. Never released a statement about it. But now you're bringing lawyers, and we're going to sue you. And I just feel bad for Pat McAfee and them, who you could just tell these guys are just talking about whatever the fuck came up that day. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny that he got lawyers and he's got to do all this shit. I'm like, damn, Pat. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ride out with you. I want to see where this fucking goes and and find out how funny this is because it's it's hilarious that this guy is being sued by Brett Favre. Who is the most sensitive fucking person in the world? Um, after I mean, he's just been ultra sensitive ever since he left fucking the NFL. You know, just put on another little one of the copper fucking bands and sit down and and you know, put your Wranglers on and throw at the fucking hayfield. Like, you know, there's no reason to keep you know that bullshit up. So I I, I brought that up because I just saw the, the little clip of it right now when I was going through the internet. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Jake Paul's is, is the other thing I want to talk to you about, man. Jake Paul finally got to fight Tommy Fury after two attempts of trying to fight him and Tommy Fury backing out, one being the fact that he, he got sick or in the camp, or the, and the second time it was an injury due to his eye or hand or something like that. Um, so they didn't get to fight, but they finally fought. Uh, it, it was, I don't know if you got to see it, Tyrone. I, I got to watch it. Um, I have my opinions about it. What do you what do you think that now that you hear that Jake Paul lost to a boxer, Tommy Fury? One, no, I did not watch it. I don't, I don't condone that activity. You don't, you don't condone what, boxing? No, I don't condone Jake Paul, no boxing thing, because he never fought a boxer. Well, and they fight a real boxer, and, I mean, they said it wasn't sanctioned, so there wasn't no rules or nothing like that. But, I mean... I'm paying. I'm paying you. He, I think he made thirty something million off this fight. Yeah, well, they won or lost. Yeah, yeah. And Fury only got like three point five or some bullshit. And like, dude, first of all, my money ain't right. <laughs> Two, um, you ain't worth my time. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I mean, I've, I've seen people talk about it on Facebook and stuff, and yeah. I don't know. I well, just, I just, I just feel like you know you. You put you, you put him against a legit boxer who's not an old fart who ain't retired from their sport that they that they played in or fought in or whatever, and you lost. It is what it is. Yeah, and then this is my thing with the loss. So I watched the fight. 
I watched all of it. First off, I think Jake Paul is for real. I'm going to tell you that now. I do think he's for real. I, I didn't think he was for real when he was first coming on. Uh, he made me a believer. He put my foot in my mouth because when I saw him fight Anderson Silva and he was taking big shots from Anderson Silva, which, again, Anderson Silva is not known for striking with his hands, you know. And, he, and he's 49 years old. And he's 49 years old, but he was taking these fucking hits. But I was like, okay, Jake, you, you got a little bit of a draw. I would like to see this. Tommy Fury landed some fucking clean punches that should have knocked anybody else out. Like, he landed good uppercuts. He landed beautiful right leads. Like, he he landed some big bombs that, that Jake was able to, to stand and, and take over. Here's the fucked up part. They had the cards so close going into the eighth round that nobody knew where the fight was going to go. And in the eighth round, I think it was like two minutes, you know, like 2.20, 2.15, fucking Jake Paul hit, throws a fucking nice, beautiful left lead, like a jab almost, and it stunned the shit out of Tommy Fury because he didn't see it coming, and he he got knocked down in the fight. But you don't lose a point for getting knocked down, though. You, yes, the fuck you do. I'm saying, I'm saying, you only lose a point. What do you mean lose a point? <clears throat> like, <clears throat> to say you start off 10-10 mm-hmm. in each round, and then to say if I knock you out, if I knock you down, now it's 9-10. Right. So. so they gave that round to Tommy Fury. And he was the one that got knocked down. And ultimately, when the split decision came, the split decision went to Tommy Fury. Jake Paul never got knocked out. He was never knocked down. He wasn't in trouble in that fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he took some... Now, again, he took some shots. I will say this, though. Jake Paul looked slower. Jake Paul did not look like his normal self, though. And even in the weigh-ins, when I saw him in the weigh-ins the day before the fight, he looked very fucking skinny. Like, he did not look like he... Normally does with that build because have you you seen Jake Paul? He looks like he's got a thick build to him. Yeah, you know, I'm like he's he looks like a solid dude, and this this did not look like to, like like the Jake Paul I've seen during weigh-ins when he lifts his arms up and he's got these big ass arms and his at he did he did not look like like he looked like he had been sick, and then ultimately when I then at the end of the game at the end of the at the of the fight, he says that he got sick twice during during the camp and that he had hurt his right hand. So. So my thing is, if he keeps doing these money fights and stuff, so why don't he go fight professionally then? I think him fighting Tommy Fury is, is a good confidence boost to try to fight him, fight somebody else. Now he, he definitely said there'll be a rematch. He'll feel better this time and he'll, he'll finish the job. Um, but, 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 I, but I think that's the reason why they gave it to Tommy Fury as well. So they could have a rematch. Hmm. And then it's then he's gonna win that one, and there's gonna be a trilogy. Watch. It should be. It should be a trilogy. And you're right about that. Uh, I think Jake Paul though he made the deal that he's got to go fight in the octagon as well, man. So um, and he he told Nate Nate, Nate Diaz he'll fight one fight in the in the octagon, and then you got to come fight me in boxing. You know he that's what he wants to do. But Nate Diaz is gonna fold his ass up in 15 seconds. Listen, he gonna fuck him up so bad. It ain't gonna be no boxing match. <laughs> I'm trying to get the UFC and all that kind of stuff and the only dude I do know is Nate Diaz yeah exactly so. me too same thing bro I don't watch much but damn it do I know Nate Diaz right but Jake Paul I mean to me I think he earns a little bit of respect and he should earn some people's respect that he finally fought a fucking boxer man and, and he, he he went the distance you know what I mean it, it was 8 rounds it only went to 8 rounds but he didn't get knocked out like everybody thought he would when he fought Tommy. Because when you look at Tommy Fury, 
completely muscular. Like this dude looks like 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 he's been lifting heavy weights all day that day. Like this motherfucker looked like he was solid. Um, and even then, his boxing wasn't masterful, right? Like he's not he don't have a fluent jab. Like he didn't do a lot of great combos. He just threw big shots. Um, right. And, and fucking Jake Paul was able to take it. So I give Jake Paul a lot of respect for for fighting actual boxer and, and showing me that okay, you can stand in the pain a little bit. And, and that maybe this wasn't a fucking just a hustle or, you know, a, a circus. This is you are truly trying to to do something. Um, when I see him go on real, go, go pro, fight a pro pro, that's in like in their prime. But Tommy Fury, is, is, he's a fighter. He's but a, he's he's not. He's not good. He's not good. Man, he, he's he's living in his brother's shadow. I agree with that. Because that, that, that gypsy. That, 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 yeah. yeah, that's just that's just like you know you, you know you played ball you played football and then James tries to come out and play football it's not gonna work. Yeah, right, right. Okay, good, good comparison. That was really good. I know you're listening, so that's why I put your name out there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I get it, man. It, it, it's just I, I want to see Jake Paul. I think he's I think he's not gonna stop. I think he's gonna continue doing it. I think he's gonna continue fighting, um, and he's gonna fight Tommy Fury again. He'll fight him again in six months, and and then we'll see who else he fights after that. But I think he just keeps going into the boxing world and uh, and start pulling guys out and seeing who he can fight. And I mean, I think he makes all his money off of it just because people one the boxing, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The boxing world is is just not there. Like, there's no superstars in boxing no, right now. Not at all. Yeah, not and at so, all. And so now it's like. When you think of boxing, for the first thing is Jake Paul. Well, Jake Paul, any, anybody that knows, you know, watch boxing, whatever, they, nobody watches boxing to see Jake Paul win. They want to see Jake Paul lose, just like they did Mayweather. They, they watch Mayweather fights in hopes of watching Mayfeather get, Mayfeather, Mayweather get his ass knocked out. Like, that's what they watch the fights for. They didn't watch it for anything else. You know what I mean? So, hats off to Jake Paul. Congratulations to Tommy Fury for winning the fight and, and doing it. But I still think... Even with a loss, Jake Paul wins because now he fought a real boxer. Yes, he lost. He lost to a boxer like everybody thought he would. Uh, but I think he did a lot better than people thought because he did not. He took big shots and didn't fall down. And that says a lot to me in my book. You know what I mean? Shoot. Hey, fight Mike Tyson then. Shit, I don't want to fight Mike Tyson even if he is 70 years old. No, nah, I'll mean, be watching his spar. He still spars now. And that joke will be knocking bitches out. Yeah, bitches man. Go, that's shit, man. That's that dude's a monster, just a freak Man, of nature. He's not one dude out. They can't touch gloves, and then dude trying to lock him up, and they broke and hit him with an uppercut. And he was lights out. He was out cold. Like, mm. right, that's not good. Yeah, not at all, man. Not, <laughs> that's not fucking good. at all, man. Um, mm. MLB has changed a little bit, bro. They, you know, I, I know you probably heard the news. The major league rule changes, uh, the adding the clock uh, and the time. Frame uh, it being 15 seconds for a pitcher to, to finally pitch the ball, which would be a countdown. Eight seconds for the batter to get in the box. Uh, 20 if you got somebody on base. 30 in between batters. So they, they try to speed up the game a little bit with, with this with this shot clock, if you want to call it, or this pitch clock um, that they have going on. Have you seen this live yet? Have you saw what happened? Because it already it already shaped up a, a couple teams. Is um, yeah, I was watching. I was when I was just flipping through ESPNs and I, I was watching. I thought who it was the first it was the first preseason game, 
And uh, dude got two strikes off rip because he couldn't get in the box. <laughs> and so he was like, oh, I guess I got to change my ritual up now. Everybody's there to pitch. Yeah. Uh, he, made, he made a joke about it, but he liked it. So, and then I seen the next day that um, a team had bases loaded and the pitcher, yeah. the shot clock around the pitcher and they walked, they walked the last run in. Because <laughs> yeah. so, it took too fucking long and then and yeah. the team won the game, man. Um, I think, you know, it's something that I think baseball might have needed. Uh, some, you know, some true baseball fans aren't going to like this rule change. They're not going to, they're not going to want to deal with that fucking rule change. But I tell you what, man, um, I mean, the NBA has a shot clock. The, the NFL has the play clock. I mean, there's just certain I, things that you have to do to speed the game up. I mean, it killed, I mean, they, they were talking about on SportsCenter Sunday morning. They were saying that. You know, it sped the game up. Like, the average baseball game was, like, three minutes and seven seconds. Three, I mean, three hours and seven seconds and stuff. But the first two games of the preseason, the first game was, like, 222, and the other one was 239. Mm. And so, I mean, it sped the game up. But, I mean, to me, like, it ain't going to want to watch it. What? Yeah. You know, like, I, I really don't really watch baseball to, like, the playoffs, World Series and stuff. A lot of but people do I'm, the same thing with the NBA. Nobody watches the NBA season until the playoffs come around. And and that's me too. So. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. I try to keep up with it, but yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there's no excitement for me. It's like yeah, pretty much every sport, really, other than football. Yeah, that's true, man. I, I kind of like it. I want to see how it goes. I didn't like that MLB took away the shifts when they did that. Uh, I think it was like a year ago, two years ago. They took away how the team shifts. So they used to shift the entire defense because they were going to pitch a certain way, knowing that that pitch was going to go that hit was going to go that way. You know what I mean? Um, and, I and, the, and the funny part was that the, the shift didn't even start until the Tampa Bay Rays started doing it. And so, I mean, if you got, I mean, hell, sports, all sports now are all analytics. So you, so you know that if, if, you're, if you're a lefty, you hit 94% of your balls to the right side. Yeah. That's that's why they shift. Yeah. It made it, it, made, made, it, it made it for me it's like okay, you're a major league hitter. Okay, so you know, swing late and shoot it the opposite direction. Yeah. I mean you should but, be able you should be able to hit that way. Yeah. You should right. be. you should I mean in the major leagues, I I believe you should be able to hit any place you want to put the ball. Oh yeah. I agree so, with that too. That's that's well said. So I I I, I don't like I mean I don't, I don't care too much for that rule because teams don't shift like that mm-hmm. too often. They only shift on situation, situational stuff. Right. And so I, you don't see it too often. So I don't think they should even touch that rule. But the, the, the pitch count, the pitch clock, and the hit clock, it's going to speed the game. I like that. And so, yeah. We'll I, don't mind, I don't mind it, man. I mean, I, like you said, man, it's hard to sit through a whole game, especially at home watching a baseball game. It's. It gets a little dry at times, but if it if it's gonna speed the game up, and then now I get to watch the clock, like oh boy, you better hurry up before you before you get that strike. Because right. I can't imagine this come down, you know, like you said, in the playoffs or in the World Series, they, they're gonna have this clock here. And, and God, what if this determines what the fuck happens on the World Series? Could you imagine the backlash? To, oh my goodness, they couldn't because they have 162 games plus playoffs to get used to it, oh, plus you, spring right. training. So yeah. they, they, you can't bitch about nothing because now you've had – they play about 30 preseason games. They got 162-game um, regular season schedule. Right. Plus, plus three freaking um, seven-game series. I don't know if they make it that far, but, yeah. I mean, 
they got they have time to adjust to it. It's not like you're doing it for football where they have eighteen games to figure it out. Yeah, but I mean, bro, it still would be mind blowing if this was the determination of a team winning the World Series. If right. it's the fucking, you know, seventh game game seven of the World Fucking Series and at the bottom of the ninth with two runners on and you fuck up the clock, man. Right, and then, like, like you said, like you're sitting there watching the pitch count on TV or the pitch clock on TV, like, bitch, is ball. Cause I know I do watching football. Come on, bitch, you got three seconds. You better stop it. Yeah, you better <laughs> stop this ball. Let's get over the ball now. <laughs> I, I do too, man. I know a lot of old, you know, the, the, the older generation probably isn't going to like the fact, you know, true baseball fans, they're probably not going to like it, but I talked to a lot of people that did like it. You know what I mean? That it, one, it brings a different aspect to the game. And two, now now we get to see it a little bit faster. Like, let's go. You got now you got a pitch, which is going to show the endurance of these pitchers having to rush their pitches now. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, and that man, I think my biggest thing with this the whole new uh, like baseball too is back in back in the day, '90s when we were growing up and we watched baseball and stuff. You would see pitchers like Randy Johnson and Greg Maddox. They'll, oh, pitch yeah. a, they'll pitch a whole game. Yeah, exactly. These, <clears throat> these pitchers barely make out of six innings. Shit, the, the fourth or fifth inning. Right, and then yeah. it's like, okay, so then you put you put three relievers in and a closer. It's like, let my man pitch the ball, man. Let him do his thing. Yeah, he might as well finish it out. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, they were winning 20, 20, 25 games a season, pitching whole games, but, mm. you know, you got these pitchers now, and like, Oh yes, there are 110 games in the season, but he only has two wins because you know he they get he gets pulled with a zero zero in a game, so he don't get no decision. Yeah, I know, man. So it's, it sounds like a lot like load management in the what, what's happening in the NBA. You know what I mean? When you when you say it like that, like this guy has to be put out now, he has to rest, and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is your fucking job, right? And I mean, that's what. Like also like you know just like load management like you know cast like Reggie Miller and Michael Jordan and all they all play. you look at their little sports cars they play two games down every season that they played yeah yeah they did you, you, they you look at it. the cat yeah like the cast like Durant and LeBron all of them they may played sixty two games or seventy. I know like, man mm-hmm. you know and I I don't know if I should blame the players or blame the coaches or. Because they spent all this money on on the sports science aspect of it. And they're like, yeah, you're not going to play this night. And if you're not going to play that night, I wish you would tell the fans, but they're not going to do that because they, they need those people not to ask for refunds for the game. Because if they give right. yeah, them a heads up, like this person won't be playing tonight, a lot of people just won't even show the fuck up. So, yep. I, yeah, man, it, baseball is going to be different for a little bit. I, I do like the new rules. I think there's some other rules they should implement too. Uh, but that's for another day, another time, man. But... Uh, Tyrone, that's all the time we really got, man. I'm sorry it was so short real quick. I, I can't wait to get Reggie back here. And we're going to have some guests, Tyrone. I don't want to mention it right now because we're still working out the kinks of it and the schedule, man. But I got I guess I got a pretty good lineup of people um, that we're, that we're going to interview here, man. It's, it's going to be pretty dope, bro. I hope so. We need some name brand people. So. Yeah, man. And listen, man, when we interview these people, they're so high profile, man. We, we can't do it from our houses. I got to bring you out here in Tampa, and we got to go to the studio and do it. Um, that's how high profile these guys are. Yeah, yeah, Girl, guys and girls. Like you, you got to be able to. Yeah, we got to be in the studio. Trust me, we we won't be able to do it like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, trust me, my trust me, my guy. Trust me. 
I got you, man. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know, man. Mm-hmm. But listen, if you like what you heard with the show, man, follow us on Instagram. You know, we picked up another thousand, so I appreciate you guys coming out there on Instagram and, and, and Twitter and all those places that we have. Look for On The Clock Radio. Oh, join man. Facebook, On The Clock Radio, uh, OTC Sports, um, to join the group and talk some shit with us. I haven't got any emails, Tyrone, no emails, but if you're going to send an email, ontheclock20 at gmail.com. Send us some emails of things that you want to talk about or you want to jump on here with us. Um, and that's all the time we got, man, Tyrone. I wish you the did, best. Did, did you say we picked up another, another follower? Another thousand followers. Oh, I'm going to send a follower. With no, this, no, no. He's niggling diamond around. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, we picked up another thousand, man, so it's pretty good, man. It ain't too bad. We're doing all right, my guy. Keep going, man. I'm trying to get this 100000 Trust me. Trust me. So are we. We're trying to get 100000 and get paid on YouTube. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get this money, son. <laughs> You're right. I'll holler at you, Tyrone, man. Holler at you, everybody. Be safe. Peace. You've been listening to On The Clock Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll be back soon. But make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at On The Clock Radio. Y'all be cool. See you next time.